Hello and welcome to the Good Shit Daily Podcast. I am Laura, I'm your host, uh, doing this thing again. <laughs> it's been a while since I connected with you guys and, uh, you know, a lot's been going on. A lot of, um, a lot of moving and lots of things. If you guys have been following me on Good Shit Daily on Instagram, it's been, um, it's been a weird six months. Um, you know, I haven't been where I wanted to be. I haven't been myself. Um, I'm, or, you know, what, what the hell, who the hell am I even? It's kind of where I've been, um, for the last six months. Uh, the last few, you know, I haven't really been as candid as I feel like I needed to be with everyone. And, um, that's kind of led me down this path of, of spiraling and hiding and, I kind of got back into it a little bit last month with um, a campaign I did of, um, you know, doing 30 days of, you know, what anxiety looked like to me for um, Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, I thought it would help more than it actually did. Um, And I think a big problem with that was me. I just wasn't as honest Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. And, you know, we'll get into why I think, um, you know, I've been, I've been hiding from myself and from you guys and not, not giving myself or good shit daily the attention that it deserves. I had a conversation. This was not in my, my notes and my plans for this, but I have a conversation with my good friend, Robin. Um, if you guys don't know, or if this is your first time listening, uh, she was the one that really helped me um, uh, be alive today. Uh, you know, if it weren't if it weren't for her, um, I, I wouldn't literally wouldn't be here. Um, and if you aren't familiar with the story, go back and listen to the podcast. There's only five or six of them. It's worth it. Trust me. You might even laugh a little bit. Um, I had a conversation with her not that long ago, and. And she kind of kicked my ass and she said um, she didn't want to see me give up on Good Shit Daily because it's too big and the message is too powerful. And I'm not sure if I quite believe that yet. Uh, the messages that I get from from you all on Good Shit Daily are to that effect. I just kind of feel like, well... I start rocking back and forth really nervously <laughs> and scratching my neck and just I don't understand why I, I'm that important. But there's a there's a longing and a need for me to keep this going. So we're here. We're back. My cat's scratching me. And and we're just going to we're just going to do this. We're going to do this thing and, and we're going to try and do it right this time and be consistent and shit. And we'll see how it goes. Um, and any of you suffering with anxiety know that consistency is is um, is a pain in the ass. But we're here. Um, I think part of the reason why I've been hiding and and let, let's start off with a with a truth fact. Let's start off with uh, you know dropping some some truth bombs and and really the biggest one for me is that I am struggling. I'm struggling with my financial situation. I'm struggling with 
my self-esteem and my self-worth. I'm struggling with my role as a mother. I'm struggling with my role as a friend, um, as a coworker, as an employee. Um, I'm struggling with my creativity, my place in the world. I'm struggling with being honest with myself about all of these things. And it's fine when I'm out and I'm extroverting. And, and if you're listening for the first time, I'm, I'm an extrovert with an anxiety disorder. And when I tell people that, they look at me like I have three heads. But really and truly, it's I, I want to be with people and I want to be out. And I want to, I want to make new friends and embrace my extrovertness. But I also want to stay home and do nothing and rest and, and hide from emotions and feelings, whether they're good or bad. Because even the good ones for someone with an anxiety disorder are exhausting. And they come with all sorts of guilt. Am I, do I deserve these good feelings? Do I deserve to have this good time? Do I deserve these people to be nice to me who who I just met or even longtime friends and the people who I just met, like my anxiety says they don't know me, you know, they don't know who I am. They don't know the crazy. And I put crazy in, in air quotes, but that's how it feels inside of my head is that there's this crazy that I have to hide from people in order to be accepted. And I don't, I want to say that I don't know when that started back up again. This time last year, I was going around taking photos uh, around Old Northeast. This is before I, uh, Old Northeast St. Pete, which is a neighborhood just north of downtown. And uh, I was before I moved here, but I knew I wanted to live here so badly. And I was around taking photos, trying to tap into my creative side and battle all the anxious thoughts that I had. This is like four dress sizes ago. And in a world away, and I was doing okay. And then I went I, to uh, my favorite watering hole, and I sat down, uh, and I was talking to one of the bartenders, who's one of my good friends, and I took some pictures of her. And then all of a sudden, I was going. We were going to leave. My friend Tyler was there. We were going to leave, and we ran into an ex of mine, and I just lost it, and like I said hi I think and then I just had this I just had this the biggest anxiety attack that I've had in public um to date and um just in the middle of the day I mean it was like five o'clock or something um and and I I remember sitting at the edge of the courtyard um, has a little outside courtyard and I remember just sitting there surrounded by people and I'm just crying and shaking and I couldn't, I couldn't physically move and I felt ridiculous and insane, um, for a minute and then I just kind of let it go and I, I had to feel that way at that time in that space at that moment and I remember a lady came up to me and she, I don't remember exactly what she said but it was something about how like I'm stronger than I feel and I'm going to get through this and you know the kinds of things you want to tell someone when they're when they're like that and I just didn't feel any of that looking back on it 365 days later 
I was so much stronger then than I feel now because now I've gone back into hiding and I have not been honest with myself or with the universe about where I am and how lost I am. Back then I was lost and hurt and suffering, but I was just wearing it and owning it. And now I have this this new job and this new this new home in the neighborhood that I've wanted to live in since I moved to St. Pete. And I have all of these new friends who, despite all the quote unquote crazy, love me and continue to want to hang out with me even when I'm a big bummer. But I'm not being honest about things because if I was honest about it, I would be a blubbering, crying, sweaty, snotty person. <laughs> and I don't want to be that person. I want I want to be that extroverted, high-fiving strangers and hugging people and dancing and and you know, wearing tutus on a Wednesday just because kind of person. But I can't do that right now, at least not, not honestly. Um, it takes a lot of energy for me to do that and a lot of days of recovery to do that. And I want to sit here and say, and I've said this a couple of times on social media, I want to sit here and say that I don't know where that came from. Like My instinct is to say, well, I'm not sure how that happened or how I got here, but I wouldn't be being honest with myself if I said that, and I wouldn't be honest with you if I said that. The reason that I have gone into this hiding is, um, you know, I went through went through a breakup recently, and um, it, it's not necessarily about the breakup. It was about me and and. And what happened, the breakup was just a, like any event, it's just a catalyst for what's already going on inside of you. And, um, it, you know, the relationship that I had end of last year, didn't even last very long, but it's the first time that I had ever let myself be completely open with a person. I had this conversation with a lot of people where, I would claim to be an open book and then the person who I was dating would say, mm, you're not really though because I don't, you don't open up to me about this or this or this and you are, you close yourself off about these things or when we get into this kind of argument and they weren't wrong. Um, I like, I like to think that I'm an open book, but I'm not and I want to change that because I you can't learn about yourself if you're not honest with yourself and I can't expect to help anybody through my experiences with with mental illness if I'm not honest so that was the first time that I really just opened up my heart and my soul and my my mental illnesses and my again quote unquote crazy to anybody uh, fully that I was intimate with and then when that ended and it ended pretty abruptly uh, it just kind of knocked me sideways. And um, I, I 
still having trouble coping with it. And um, now, because of that, and I only had this this realization recently because of the way that it ended, I'm just real nervous about opening up my myself and my mental illness and and what's really going on not just that I have an anxiety disorder um and hey look at me I'm out doing things with this disorder but but really how the loneliness affects me and how the anxiety makes me feel like my friends hate me or they just tolerate me or they're scared to not be my friend or not hang out with me because something bad might happen or they don't want to hurt my feelings and all these excuses and all these things rather than just like, hey, people like you because you're fun and awesome and real. Um, like that could never be a reality in my mind, the way that anxiety leads me. And so I, I just... I, I'm so scared of being seen as unlovable or unreliable to my employees or unlikable by friends or even, you know, um, un, unlovable to anybody that I, I just haven't been honest about what's really, really, really happening with me. So that all of that being said, um, I've spent most of today... And like most every day when I have a day off and I don't have my little one, I feel like I have this internal struggle. Like One voice says, go out, be productive, go do all the things, go meet new people, go make friends. That's, that's the good thing to do. You should do that. Challenge yourself. And then there's another voice that's like, fuck that. I do not want to do anything you should just stay in under the covers watch how i met your mother for the 50 millionth time this year and then there's another voice that says well if you're gonna stay home just be productive don't be a lazy shit like clean your house wash a dish or two create the website that you've been saying you're gonna create record the podcast that you've been saying you're gonna do for the last four months six months even um and you know it's an internal struggle. It's been that way all day. I went, got up this morning and I, I cleaned up the kitchen enough to make some coffee because my house is, is currently a wreck and um, realized I didn't have any coffee. So I walked outside, put some pants on begrudgingly and stood outside my apartment. I'm on the second floor and I was looking at the skyline of downtown St. Pete and I'm just like, weighing my options like I was paralyzed there were so many options I couldn't just pick one and really it was I could walk to the coffee shop but but I'd be spending just as much money on just buying coffee for the week so like let's not do that and then I might see somebody there that I don't necessarily want to see and I'm not ready to extrovert at 8 30 in the morning I was like can I walk to CVS it's right next to me could I get in my car I really want guacamole I should get go to probably think guacamole but then like oh but then I might see like a half a dozen people that I know there and like I don't want to see any of them some of them I really don't want to see and some of them would be fine but I really just I 
So maybe I just maybe maybe just go back inside and like go back to bed. Maybe it's too early for me to make decisions. And this went on for 10, 15 minutes. I finally like made it down the stairs and then I stopped and then the sidewalk goes two ways. One was to my car and one goes around the corner to CVS or I could go to the coffee shop and like, what do I do? And someone who doesn't have anxiety listening to this is like, bitch, just make a decision. And and at the end of days like that, that's really what happens is, is I just have to make a decision and hope that that that's what I need to do because um, tapping in my intuition and knowing what's what's best for me at that moment is never something that I've been really good at. And I think that just comes with time and honesty, the honesty that I haven't been giving myself. So hopefully I'm moving in the right direction, but it's also exhausting to have that constant battle. You know, when you like, if you've ever been in in Publix or Trader Joe's or wherever you go grocery shopping and you're hungry but you don't know what you want and you're just like walking around looking at all the things that's what a day is for me except that short trip for you might be like 10-15 minutes of you kind of walking around not being able to pick something put picking stuff up and then putting stuff back and then oh I saw something over here and then oh no and then just that whole that whole trip of just not knowing that is all day all day and uh so when you see someone you know that's that's just like oh I'm just so tired well of course and of course you're tired of course I'm tired my brain is working overtime all the time and you just repeat that over and over again and then you beat yourself up over it over not doing anything, if you feel like you needed to rest at the end of the day, it's getting dark out and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't do anything all day. I, I got to I gotta do something I gotta, so I don't feel like a piece of shit, so I don't feel like like I, you know, wasted the day. I've got so much, I've got so much to do and so much to give and like experiences to have. I'm, I'm a healthy, able-bodied person. Why am I not out doing cartwheels and shit? Like, what if I get hit by a bus tomorrow? Do I really want my last day on earth to be like stuck inside? looking at the clouds from my apartment window being like, oh, well, the clouds are pretty <laughs> from here. <laughs> Do I really want that? Is that is that the way that I want to go? I, I, you know, I, I don't. I don't. But at the same time, it's so hard to just get out there. And I wish that it wasn't that way. Um, I let this last relationship and how it ended crush me. Well, it did crush me. I didn't let it crush me. It crushed me. And then I let it, I, I let myself stay sunken down in it for, for longer than I needed to. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm coming out of it and there's no hard feelings there. And I don't feel, you know, you know, any will or need to get back with him or or anything like that it just I'm I'm trying to figure out who I am again not because of him but because I let myself stay in that space of uncertainty for so long Um, and it's for someone who has depression and anxiety that's a comfortable place. 
a comfortable place is, um, I'm not worth loving and I'm not worth anyone's time and I shouldn't do anything with the gifts that I've been given. I don't have any, really. That's the comfortable space. And to get out of that space is like climbing Mount Everest every single day. If you can imagine getting up in the morning and having to climb Mount Everest every single day just to like walk out the door, that's what it's like. And it sucks. And it sucks. And sometimes you just got to fake it. And then you're tired at the end of the day and conflicted. Why didn't I tell that person how I was really feeling? Why didn't I? Why didn't I respond to the text messages that wanted to hang out with me today? I could have had a good time. And it's hard not to go back and beat yourself up on any of it. Um, but I did. I, I gave up. I, I let it crush me and I let it crush my entire being. And I think the moment that we give up, the moment that we let let ourselves stop working on what we want and who we are, we let our mental health deteriorate and we let our mental illnesses win. And I don't want to let it win anymore. Uh, There was... Recently, um, an article I saw, um, there's a YouTuber, I forget her name, she had a podcast as well, Stevie, and she died by suicide recently. And I'd be lying if I said that the those thoughts had not crossed my mind. And it's not that I would, I, I don't have a desire to go that route. That route for me is not an option like it was, um, you know, the night that I, I almost killed myself. It's not, it's not an option for me. It's, it's just not going to happen. But I can't, I can't tell you how seeing that and seeing someone who was trying to do something to better her world could suffer that way you just never know you really just never know what people are thinking and and suicidal thoughts are are not uncommon most of us will have them in our lives it's just a matter of how we deal with it and how we recognize it and and what we can do to to talk ourselves into staying And so you have to really look at yourself in the mirror. And I do this often. And I just have this moment where you where I say to myself, you don't you don't believe in what you're doing right now. But people do. And for whatever crazy damn reason, uh, I keep going. And this got real deep and real sad. My point is here. (laughs) Um when we stop trying to work on ourselves, we let the mental illness win. And we got to stop letting the mental illness win. Some days it's just, it's just going to happen. You need a rest day and you feel terrible and all you want to do is cry. 
and watch Love Actually and wish that Colin Firth would learn your language for you. So, some days are just like that. I have days where I watch the last episode of How I Met Your Mother and just bawl my eyes out because I can't believe that anybody would ever love me that much and be willing to handle um, and and work through all of my anxiety and depression issues with me. I just don't believe that man is out there. And maybe he is out there and his name is Veganaise or Ben and Jerry's or or tacos <laughs> but, but I, I really truly just don't believe he's out there right now and and so that that loneliness leads to to lots of depression and crying and sadness and isolation and a little bit of that is okay but we can't sink down into that we can't let ourselves get fat with tacos because then what are we doing to to better our world or ourselves at that point? It's that sort of self-destruction. You know, and I saw something recently that said not all self-harm is physical. So meaning that just because you're not cutting yourself or burning yourself um, or, or hitting yourself, those aren't the only types of self-harm. Self-harm is overeating, not exercising, it's uh, your how you talk to yourself. Self-harm is a lot. It covers a lot of things. And think that's one thing that's not talked about very much is the way that you speak to yourself is also self-harm. Um, and we got to stop it. At some point, you have to stop the cycle. And so how do you do that? Um, your friends can't always be there for you. They just can't. So at some point, you have to look at yourself and say, all right, you got to stop it. Sometimes the best kick in the ass you get is from yourself. And it's the one that no one will see. And it's the most painful one. It's the most productive one because you can't hide from yourself anymore. When you look at yourself in the mirror and you're accepting of all of your faults, all of your crazy, all of your parts that you feel like are unlovable, there's something momentous and beautiful in that moment of being completely broken, but being completely accepting of it. So if a friend came to you and they were saying all this and they were saying, and they were saying that they felt unlovable and unlikable and that no one really wanted to be their friend or like they would, they're never going to find a life partner because of all of the emotional things going on with them. What would you tell them? And then why aren't you saying that to yourself? I don't have the answer to that. I want to. I want to have that answer. And I want to believe the things that I say to myself.
but I don't. And so here we are. Um, I hope that this 4th of July, whatever you plan on doing, if you're having the same kind of mental battle that I'm having, that you, whatever you do, you realize that it's okay just to do that. You don't have to do anything else today, but stay alive. That's it. If you're feeling sad or lonely, it sucks to hear that you're not alone from someone you've never met, from someone who's maybe across the country or across the world or in a voice form, but you're not, you're not alone. You really, really aren't. There are so many people out there who are rooting for you. Sometimes you just have to go find them. You're not alone. And as long as I'm here, as long as the mental health community is going strong on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, you will never be alone. I promise. And it might not feel that way because you don't have a physical person with you. Just trust. Trust that whatever you're going through, someone else is feeling it too. And whatever you do today, it's okay. If you stay home, it's okay. If you go out and see the fireworks and you have an anxiety attack in the middle of it and you're crying and you're sad and whatever, that's okay too. Wear wear your feelings. And if you don't want to wear them, don't wear them. That's fine too. I have uh, an argument with someone all the time who says, if you're not speaking up about politics, then then you know, you're part of the problem, but someone with mental health issues, you might not physically be able to speak up. That might cause you more harm than anything else. And so if you can't do that today or every day, it's fine. Do what you need to do to find peace within yourself and know that all of it is okay. I'm glad to be back with you guys. This was heavier than I expected it to be, not as funny as it usually is. Uh, Next podcast will be in a few weeks and it will have guests, special guests. I'm going to rearrange my small ass closet and I'm going to make somebody sit in here with me and get sweaty, talk about things and life and on all the things. Uh, The music is brought to you by Red Feather. They're amazing. Uh, Go check them out on Bandcamp, on Facebook, on Instagram, Red Feather Music. They are pretty spectacular, St. Pete Band. Also, check me out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook, Good Shit Daily. Instagram, Good underscore Shit underscore Daily. Same on Twitter as well. I want to connect with you. Let me know how your 4th of July was. What did you do? What did you want to do? What did you end up doing? Do you have those same battles? Is your cat attacking your feet underneath your closet door as you record a podcast? Good talking to y'all again, and I hope to do this again soon. Take care.